guys, welcome to South Africa Motorcyclist Podcast episode number 8 yeah. Carl, yeah, joined by Shawnee Boy How's it dudes? Yo, it's the big number 8 And you guys are still listening And we still have stuff to talk about Oh my gosh You guys are awesome <laughs> Yeah, fantastic Let's man. just get fantastic. to that You guys are awesome Yeah, bro Hi, ups to you guys Thanks for uh, I'm, I'm gonna come out straight and say thank you for supporting us all the time and listening to us babbles. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. We know we don't always run on a script. Yeah, no. Um, no. Yeah. I think we did a script on, like, the first and the second one. And then it just sort of came down to a case of, okay, what are we <laughs> talking <laughs> about? Yeah, it was just a case of, you know, what are we going to talk about? Put some some points down on, and then we hit it and we take it from there. So, yeah, guys, uh, big ups to you guys for listening us listening to us talking cuck. Yeah. Uh, heads up, it is a long one. Yeah, this is going to be a long one. It's going to be a very interesting one too, though, because a lot of people uh, uh, go into this whole situation blind-eyed because you're so amped on having the monster. Yeah, but... The, the we'll, two-wheeled two monster. We'll talk about that. But we'll, we'll get there, we'll, we'll get there. We'll talk about that. So, yeah, so guys, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll get cracking into this one. Yeah, man. <laughs> guys we're back again after the break um we're gonna go straight into talking about the rides of the week unfortunately we all know that my bike was in is is in for repairs and all these little doodles and doodles that he got now um but but good news thank the lord um she's gonna be out on friday unfortunately i'm not gonna be here for the whole damn week going on vacay which makes me sad even more but I will be back on the road a week after. So then we can be speaking about the whole riding thing. But for now, Mr. Kyle is going to tell you about his riding. Yeah, guys. So I've done quite a couple of rides. Um, just general long distance rides. Eh, Sean, no, 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 no. Don't talk to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Sean, Sean's really touched about the fact that his bike's been in the workshop for so long. It's touched, touched, touched. It's like yeah. eating at me, bro. Yeah, no, I've just been recapping. I was actually laughing at him a little bit earlier tonight. Uh, I was busy recapping the ones when my bike went in. It was like three months solid that it was in. Um, new fairings, new everything. Scars on my leg, blah, blah, blah. We won't get <laughs> yeah, into sorry. that. Yeah, we won't get into that. But I mean, yeah, I sat without the bike three months. And that was, that killed me. Eh? So, so I can sympathize with Sean despite the fact that you know, it's been what's what, almost a month and a half now, eh, Sean? A month and a half, bro. Yeah, it's a month and a half. Um, I can sort of sympathize with him, but, you know, at the, the same fact time, is, why it's sort a month of and a half. It's a month and a half, man. It's not that long. It's fucking Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't mean it funny. A day is too long. Yeah, bro, a thing. second is too long. But yeah, I know. So, uh, ride-wise, uh, I've done Pretoria and back a couple of rounds. N14, N1. Um... I actually did this morning. I did Sasselberg and back. <laughs> that was actually pretty cool, guys. There's a new shopping center thing that's just opened up um, off of the R59. If you take the R59 and you turn off towards Sasselberg CBD side, there's a new shopping center that's opened up there. Pretty good. Pretty cool. They've got a Burger King in there. They've got a, what, Bean Tree, which is Spa's little cafe, cafe thing, yeah, you know, yeah, which yeah. is pretty cool as well. We have 
I think they make quite decent coffee, actually. Yeah, they make pretty good good cup of coffee. The sandwiches are cut cheap and they're really solid. Um, so yeah, that that's worth taking a look at if you guys are out down in the Vol side. Just like I said, it's just off of the R fifty nine. So you just hit the R fifty nine all the way down where the board shows you to turn into Sasselberg CBD side. It's right there. You can't miss it there. It's huge. Um, so like a, like a Sunday drive. Yeah, it was just a quick, you know what, we just, we just took a quick spin out there. Um, but we'll get into the reason why we took a, the spin out there a little bit later in this episode as well. And what happened while taking the spin up into there. Yeah, yeah, what happened. <laughs> yeah, what, what what's actually leading um, as well a big factor in tonight's episode's highlights and stuff like that. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. It's most the long one, so we're talking maintenance, riding tips, but we're actually going to combine the two tonight and have a good, long, hard chat with you guys. About this, yeah. About this topic. A lot, I mean, a lot of it's us... everybody. Yeah, a lot of us do the same damn thing, and uh, we don't realize in that sense that we are doing it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's why it's always good to take a friend. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. why it's good to take a friend. A friend that knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. You know what, not just that, Sean, just... Somebody that's a little bit level-headed than what you are in the moment. Mm, if that true, makes though. sense, eh? Yeah, just take a second, you know? And then, just now and then be like, what do you think, you know? Just for yeah. interest's sake. But we're going to come to that. I'm not we're going to get to that. No, we're, to not that. Gonna, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to spoil it. So we're going to give you guys another break. Uh, we know it's pretty quick yeah, on top of each other. But the topic we're going to be talking about is quite extensive as well. It's gonna it's gonna take a while, so it's just, just hold on. So just, just hold it's on. coming, it's coming. We promise it's coming. It's coming. Dun 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 dun. So here we go, guys. Uh, just a quick one. Um, it is the long one. So the next one we will have somebody on for interview. Our next interview, we are hoping to get Mr. Johan on from Big Easy Customs down in Reimsig. Um, he's, well, I was at the Big Easy bike night, which was pretty cool, actually. Uh, that was before the whole coronavirus outbreak story started breaking <laughs> out. And jewels are being cancelled left, right and centre like there's no tomorrow. Just so remember yeah. to wash your hands. Yeah, just just wash your hands. Better <laughs> yet, just don't stop riding. Just don't stop riding. Yeah, as, as, long as, stop. You, yeah, as long as you don't stop riding, you're you're all right. Just keep riding. I actually forgot to tell you, I was at Maris Arch. Yeah. Speaking to a few of the guys there, they're very keen for us to come test drive some of their bikes. So, which is quite a cool thing. But uh, yeah, if it if it happens, yeah, we'll let you guys know and have a whole chat with one of them. I spoke I spoke to one of the colored guys there that's a sales rep. And uh, part owner, so he's like, no, they've been here by Clear Water, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. They had the bikes up here. It's their new, like, scramble slash, um, call it now, man. Street fight. It's a scramble slash street fighter that they brought out. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's quite decent, actually. It's quite powerful. But uh, we'll check where that happens. And then... Um, we'll let you guys know, obviously, regarding that. Yes. Also, hopefully getting up um, Mr. Ryan from Custom Creations. Yeah, I know, Sean, Sean, you were saying... Yeah, uh, I was, I'm trying to hook it up from him, but also, you know what, the people are busy, we're waiting. Yeah, you know, you guys got to bear, bear with us, please, a little bit on something like that. Um, 
we do try and make a couple of appointments and stuff like that and you know we send through questions for the guys uh we don't charge them for the podcast episodes but you know i mean sometimes they get busy and then they forget to fill in the forms and yeah. send it back to us so, you know we've got a little bit of structure because you know with the, the interviews and stuff we do actually run on structure we don't run uh, we don't wing it like we, we don't do wing with it. just the normal episodes yeah. and stuff like that and the normal content and stuff like that um, so yeah so the interviews are structured there is questions in place for the, the interviews and you know we get it as well the guys don't always have the time um, so yeah we just it's literally just a bear embrace situation or something like that but yeah so hopefully like I said we, we should have we, we're hoping to have Johan from Big Easy Customs from Reimsich uh on the next episode and then we'll probably arrange well we're gonna try and arrange with ryan from what custom creations custom yeah. creations yeah ccmw yeah, yeah custom yeah. creation motorcycle works if i'm not mistaken is what they call they're in uh leopard's flay krugersdorp side yes yes it's, it's it's actually ironically but my bike's in at the that's, moment yeah that's where sean's bike's sitting at so the when i when i went past you to go check on my bike and stuff and i'm like you know what you guys actually do decent work uh, uh, they do you know what yeah, i've seen do, bro i've seen some of ryan's work ryan's work is is top notch it's really top top truly, bro, truly i saw i actually one of the guys that i know actually fell with one of the has small covers um i can't even remember the cc's it's a it's small bike you know it's, it was actually his wife he just uses it for commute, commuting uh that eo6 i think it's eo6 yeah yeah uh dropped down with it uh came to hard down on a on an island not an island, but on an arrow, and then slid over the island and actually yeah. tipped over. Um, and then Ryan, obviously, and his, his guys at Custom Creations did the whole redo on it, and it, it's spotless, bro. You don't see any any defaults in any spray work, any... It's, yeah, it's, it's quite, quite, decent, quite decent, quite decent. Yeah. work is good. Um, and he's very meticulous and precise in his detail. Um, very much like the Big Easy Customs, obviously, they don't yes. do repair work. They do full-on restorations and some serious custom work i saw some of their, their custom bikes that they've built absolutely amazing yeah unfortunately i wasn't there but i saw the photos that mr yeah. kylie showed me and it's 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 beautiful yeah but <laughs> there goes some really nice stuff it's on the facebook page guys this is this is this is practically a biker porn yeah well, pretty much pretty much <laughs> but uh yeah no heads up for those guys that are brilliant at what they do um but yeah, so we are kind of going to get into the whole situation. Let's get into the content. Um, we're going to talk today. It's a it's a very difficult topic. It's also a very different topic. Than it's usually. also a very different topic to normal. It, it combines maintenance with riding tips, if you think about it realistically, Sean. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about buying secondhand bikes. Um, especially on a private tier sale, and not just private tier sale, but I think also dealerships as well. Dealerships as well. Yeah. Um, I went through to a dealership the other day. I won't mention names. Um, but I mean, I went through to a dealership the other day, and they're like, "Yeah, no, all our pre-owned bikes are um, meticulously checked and maintained and serviced, and no, 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 no." And I walked through the floor and. The first fire blade I saw had a crack running on the tail, and I was like, yeah. Meticulously what? Meticulous nothing. Yeah. So we won't mention names. They are pretty big in the market. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. So, yeah, we're going to talk about purchasing a secondhand bike because let's be honest, you know what? Although we all perv over the new bikes being launched, there's very few guys that have 
the capital that yeah the capital can even get the financing in this current economy to buy brand new out of the box it's just way too expensive it is it is it's 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 just nuts man if if i had to rebuy the bike that i bought brand new i probably would have like what saved 50 grand if i really had to but um uh once again it comes down to like we said before the time take someone with you like one of your friends or yeah, I think that's the that's typical a biker because you can't take yeah, a normal no, guy with. Yeah, you can't take a normal guy with. Take somebody that you ride with. Yeah, yeah. Um, classic example. So now last week, uh, hence my up and down to Pretoria riding, um, my father-in-law spotted a BMW GS. Black edition, isn't it? Uh, no, it's the Adventure. It's oh, the it's adventure. the Adventure. Yeah, it's the Adventure. So it's, it's full house bigger tank all of that stuff and he spotted it well he's been in the market for one for a bit and um i actually found the ad in all honesty i found the ad and i still said to him let's you know what let's take a chance it's a bit of a distance let's price though yeah good price it's a bit of a distance but let's take a spin let's go and have a look it's a private guy Mm. it's not a dealership let's go and have a look and um we took the drive through but I mean, there we go. Classic example of take somebody with. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I mean, I'm looking at anything that might be wrong at the wrong with the bike, and he's just with the bike. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first reaction from if you're if it's a first time buying a bike, even if it's second hand or new, um, you the the only thing you think about is it's a bike. I want yeah, it. it's a bike. I, I have I the money it. in my pocket. I want it. Yeah. You don't think about the, the CCs, you don't think about the strength, you don't think about the riding style, you don't think about if you're tall enough to get onto the bike. You, you, they, you're it's not a, thinking it's about extras that are coming with it, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about all of that type of stuff. The comfortable, the comfortability of yeah. having boxes or what you drive with you to work and back or are you going to use it for commuting or only for pleasure, like, riding, yeah. pleasure ridings and stuff like that. It's, it's all the process that you don't think about. That's the thing, you know what, you you, you got to be able to try and shut down that excitement. You're gonna have, think, it's hard, but you're you know what, I think, I think we've, we've learned our lessons and stuff mm-hmm. like that over the years, and mm-hmm. we've kind of gotten to that point. But I mean, even like that, like tonight, for instance, um, before actually starting the podcast, I spotted a bike that I've been itching to get my hands on for a while now. Mm. Truly itching. Um, and, you know, Sean and I, I said to Sean, you know what, bugger it. Jump in the car with me quickly. Despite the fact that I have the control, despite the fact that, you know, I, I know what to look for and what I'm looking for. Um, you yeah, know, look, no, look, Carl, sorry, Cuddy. Uh, you, you obviously know more mm. of bikes than me, but still you took me with you I just to check, with, you know? just, just for that, that second opinion, mm. you know, just for that second opinion. And, you know, I mean, like now, last week with that GS now with my father-in-law, mm. Um, you know what? I looked at that bike originally. Um, some poor gentleman, he's had a ankle operation, so he's mm. had to now give up his bikes and stuff like that. He can't ride anymore. Well, we're um, talking about your biking for a few months. Imagine that, mate. Yeah, yeah. Having to having to hand in, having to hand in the bike completely. He's and had it's to ending in riding point blank. Point blank, yeah. He can never ride again. Uh he's gonna have to even his bucky, eh? He's even selling his his vehicles to get an automatic vehicle because he can't he can't do anything else. You know, I mean 
so yeah so you know what i get it his bike's been sitting in the garage for a couple of months now obviously while he's been in and out of hospital with the operations and all of that stuff um so yeah you know classic example we wheeled it out and you know my father-in-law is walking around the bike and he's excited and stuff like that and he's talking to the guy and he's finding out mileage and price and you know when lost was it serviced and stuff like that which are also good yeah which is a good which is a good thing which we'll get into shortly i reckon but you know then you get me that's mechanically minded when it comes to a motorcycle but I'm lying on the floor and I'm looking for oil leaks. <laughs> you look like you look like a pig in the mud, bro. You're rolling around pretty down much. low. Because I mean, not to be ugly, but there is guys out there who wants to flow shoe and get the highest bid for their bike because it's a personal buy, you know. I mean They're gonna they're gonna try and yeah, they're gonna try they're gonna schnei you. They're gonna schnei you, they're gonna try and play on your on your heartstrings. They're gonna try and schnei you. So anyway, so I'm going through this thing top to bottom i'm checking every single nut every single bolt this guy must have thought i was absolutely out of my mind um but you know what i don't care um i asked him straight up listen dude has this bike fallen and you know what that that's the one thing there is no such thing as n- nobody's ever dropped a bike nope. it's impossible nope. it's impossible you know what I am a seasoned veteran rider. I can tell you now, I have dropped bikes in the freaking garage. Yes. Uh, you know times. what? <laughs> it happens. Shit happens. Just be straight up. Be honest about you it. You could be the best Don't. rider everywhere, bro. You could be the best yeah. of best. I bet you now, Rossi, everyone has dropped their bike one way or another, mate. Yep. One way or another. You know what? Uh, that's not just accidents. That's, that's just dropped it. Standing still, there's no ways that you've never dropped a bike. Just lose your balance a bit, bro. You know, but I like this guy with the GS. I, I looked him straight in the face. I said to him, have you dropped this bike? And what really got it for me was the fact that he looked at me straight up and he said to me, yes, I have dropped it. You know what? He was dead straight with me. He told me, he showed me, he walked with me. He showed me exactly what dropped. He showed me that it had been replaced, everything. Mm. So, you know, I mean, that, that, that already says a lot about the guy. He's straight up. He's honest. He's not going to try and cut you a short one. Um, he's repaired it. Everything's repaired properly. Perfect. Back to original condition. Cool. No stress. With original parts. With original parts. From from BMW Motorrad in that instance and stuff like that. He still gave me the dealership's contact details to phone the dealership if I wanted to. Everything. You know? and that's that's what you look. That's actually what you look for when it comes really to personal up. bikes. Yes, because yeah. I mean, some guys say yes, we replaced it and yes, we fixed it. But then you then you start realizing, but this is aftermarket and this doesn't look the same as that. And, and it's not right. This is some handmade manufactured, bro. Because there's guys at MacGyver bikes out there. Uh, I've seen a lot. And, of those. and it's scary, bro. It is scary. Once again, if you think about it, yes, it's a bike, mate, but it comes down to your safety again on the bikes, bro. And that's how the whole maintenance parts and the riding tips come into this because, yes, you're excited. Yes, it's a new bike. And yes, she looks beautiful. But you don't know what happened prior to you buying this bike. You're putting your life. You're putting your life on the line there. You're putting your life on the line there. As soon as you swing, you know what, regardless, you know I mean? Even if you've had the bike since brand new, mm. you're swinging your leg over it, you're putting your life on the line. You need to you need to trust what's between your legs. Oh yes. Um, Not but yeah, you about know, nuts though. But anyway. Yeah, but uh, 
to cut a long story short on that GS, for instance, you know, um, my father-in-law, when we got back, he was a little bit skittish, mm. obviously, because, I mean, the bike had been standing for, like, three or four months in the garage, so, I mean, obviously, collected up quite a bit of dirt and dust, and, you know, you, you could see it was a case of the guy had just rinsed it off type of thing, there was water streaks on it and stuff mm. like that, and he, he sat down with me, and he's like, then he started second guessing himself you know that's one thing i do admire about the man is that he second he freaking looks at absolutely everything he's very excited in the beginning and then What's when he gets home and the excitement wears off then he starts thinking bigger picture which is pretty cool and he asked me about it and i said to him you know what i've gone through that whole bike mechanically that bike is perfect um soft drive so you don't have to worry about chain and sprockets no and all of that stuff all you gotta do is check the oil and you're good to go um there was a faulty switch which the guy straight up told out. me listen there's a faulty switch this is what i've done to correct it which wasn't correct but you know what he, he was honest with me about it i said to the old man listen i'll sort that switch out quick quick not yeah, a problem quiet. he could have kept quiet he could have we wouldn't have even known it mm. um so my father-in-law ended up on my advice. He bought the bike. We brought it back. I could see when he got back with it, he was still a little bit skeptical mm. until I started washing and polishing that bike. Let me tell you something. It's a 2010. I took it in for Roadworthy today. The guys at the Roadworthy were like, this is a brand new bike. Why is it here for Roadworthy? Looks just spotless. I, even, I checked, it out. I checked it out today. He brought it back. Um, after obviously Kylie washing and stuff, and she is spotless, bro. Spotless, really, really a beautiful bike. I'm not a GS man, no. and now I'm gonna go get a lot of hash because I said that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not a GS kind of man. Um, but uh, you know what? That's a beautiful bike, and actually glad for because it's an older rider. It's much more comfortable. Yeah, for the older heated guys. grips, all you know, all the bells and whistles that you want. Um, but uh, yeah, so. I'm actually quite glad he took it, to be honest. Yeah, I know, you know, it's just a little bit of spit and polish, eh? Yeah, just a bit. That's all it took. It didn't even take me long. Uh, the switch I sorted out quickly with parts that I had still in the garage and stuff like that. Um, from previous switches and stuff like that, so I fixed that up quite quickly. It's now everything. That bike is literally flawless now. Yeah, but it um, once again comes down to the second opinion that is needed in this whole story. That's the thing. You know what? After I polished it, he fell absolutely in love with it because then he realized the diamond in the rough there. Yeah, it's true, bro. But that's also the point is, is um, if, you, if you go to check on a bike, right? Mechanical, definitely got to check, bro. Oil leaks and stuff, mm -hmm. you say hell no. If there's oil leaks, you check. You definitely you don't even touch the damn bike. Unless it's a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Those things always leak oil. If you open the Sorry, Harley and riders, and there's a towel underneath the Harley, you know there's problems. Sorry, Harley <laughs> riders. You know what? Uh, you know we're sitting right next to a Harley right now. Right I can now. tell you now, there's there's a drop of oil there somewhere underneath. <laughs> I can put money on it, and I have tried to sort it out. There's nothing you can do. A Harley that's not leaking doesn't have oil. Check the juice and yeah. fill the oil. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, check the juice and fill the oil every stop. That that's pretty much what you do. But anyway, I mean, there's a lot of GSs that we also saw with a puddle of oil. You know what? I've seen a lot of bikes over the years: Yamahas, Hondas, Kawasaki's. You know what? If, if that comes down to the guys that ride them, they don't maintain them. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, climb yeah. and go, climb and go. But once again, you're like, I mean, yeah, 
Go through your bike. Walk around it three, four, five times if you have to, bro. Check every part. Check the chain. Check everything, mate. So don't don't be scared to you know what? Ask the guys just standing in front of you like, can I do this? Can I come to the bike? If you can take it for a test drive, you drive that thing slow. You listen to that bike. Yeah. You have to listen to it because you can you can drive fast and be like, uh, I actually know a guy who bought a new, well, not a new, but a second-hand uh, BMW K1200. If I'm not wrong, it's a 2010 model. Yeah. He bought it uh, second-hand from a guy. And then he test drive it. He says, okay, uh, drives lack and all, but he, he felt the clutches a bit, you know. Yeah. A bit hard, but he, he was used to the, the um, SVs. So obviously oh, yeah, it's a completely harder, different harder thing, clutch. yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, maybe it's just him. So he bought the bike. Two, three weeks afterwards, the clutch went. Yeah. So I had to redo the whole clutch. That again comes down to if you don't know your bikes, if you don't know this is supposed to be soft. And this is find somebody. Have, yes. Have find somebody there. to go with you. Have someone there. If he had a second opinion of a guy that was riding with him or someone he knows. You know what? Hey, Sean, just thinking about that now. Hey, I had a friend of mine whew, a good couple of years ago. He got, uh, I actually taught him how to ride. And uh, he learned on my Fireblade. Yeah, my last Fireblade. He learned on my... F- I taught him on my last Fireblade, which was hellishly scary. But <laughs> he was adamant that he wanted to learn how to ride and it was the only bike that I had to offer to let him ride. And I ran behind him like a fucking idiot in the parking lot for in case he fell over. Um, but yeah, so long story there short... There to be a there, lot of love for that. Though, yeah, I know. Long story short there, he... He got jumpy and he went and he bought a GSX-750 Suzuki Mm. Um, without even thinking. He just saw it and bought it. And it turned out it was a go-to track bike that had been repaired six hours on Sunday, but it was Mm. real sloppy workmanship. Mm. And he stopped past where I was working at that stage and he's like, I got a new bike. And I was like, okay, sweet. Let me take it for a spin. Let me, let me feel. So he's like, okay, sweet. No problem. You know, you taught me to ride. You can take it for, for a spin, which was, which was fairly decent of him. And I literally got down the block, not even down the block block. I like literally climbed on the bike and I rode down. And at the first stop street, I turned around. I rode very slowly back. I parked it, I gave him the keys and I said to him, take it back. This bike is, this bike is done. It's screwed. Take it back. The front forks were loose. The brakes were, the brake disc, you hit the brake and that whole front end was just busy shuddering underneath you. It honestly felt like that front was going to cave in. Dropped suspension apparently, everything, blah, blah, fish post. Power commander on the damn thing. It was, it was... So oh, it's, it's literally it was a, horrific. It was literally a motorized uh, death trap. Death trap, pretty much. That thing was hair raising, and he didn't listen to me. And he probably rode it for about another two months, and then he had a close call with it, and it ended up back in the workshop that he had bought it from for like another six months, and it cost him a fortune to repair. It cost him, you know what, if I recall correctly, he was still complaining to me when, when the thing was in the in repair process and stuff like that. And he was still complaining to me and saying to me, you were stupid. With the price that he had paid for all the repairs, he could have bought a brand new out-of-the-box bike. 
for the same price. It was ridiculous what he paid to repair that thing. And he sold it in the end for nothing just to get rid of the damn thing. So you know what? Classic example. Um, the bike that you and I went and had a look at tonight. Mm. Um, I'll come out. I'll tell you guys straight out. It was a fire blade. Um, I was a bit amused originally by the advert. It was. It's a completely black bike with a white Repsol sticker on it, and the guy's advertising it as a Repsol. Um, okay, anybody who knows bikes knows a Repsol. Knows a Repsol. It's you ain't getting red, no black white, and orange. There's it's no only Repsol. red, white, and orange. So you know what? I I get it. The guy normally deals. He, he buys and sells cars for a living. Mm. Um, I get it. He doesn't do bikes, so he's new to the bikes. Uh, he's actually doing it as a favor, apparently, on behalf of somebody. So I corrected him with that. I said to him, listen, dude, I don't mean to be funny, but this thing's not a Repsol. Let's, let's just get that down and understood first. Mm. Um, I started taking a walk around the bike, and, you know, the problem with something like that is, you know, that's, that's not where your dealer comes into the mix, is that mm. your dealer doesn't know the history of a bike. No. Um, I was asking that guy very valid questions in the sense of, okay, what's actually the history of this bike? Where's this bike fallen? Because you can see this bike has fallen. Mm. Um, it's got a fiberglass fairing kit on it, which is obviously aftermarket, which implies one or two things to me. It's either been purposed as a track bike to put the fiberglass on, or it's been an accident or it's fallen, or it's been damaged somewhere pretty badly. So I said to the guy, shut up, listen, but don't don't play with me. Tell me shut up. And he said, you know what, I'll give him that. He was honest enough with me to say, listen, he doesn't know of anything because he's selling on behalf of somebody. Yeah, which is also the problem, though, man. You know, you are, you're not getting first-hand information. Mm. You're getting second-hand information. It's a broken telephone effect. Yes. Um, pricing's brilliant on it. Yeah, it's very good price. And the mileage is also very good. But the mileage is also very low. Look, it's not a bad looking bike, if you look at it. But no. if you really, really look at it, you'll see the problems. You start, yeah, you start yeah. picking up the problems, which like, is like for instance when we were we were talking about the fiberglass and Kylie was into the fiberglass and everything like that and the whole Repsol situation. I also spotted that one of the mirrors are not the same. You know, that's yeah. pretty much also off the market. Uh, the original original um, Fireblade. Mirrors has like aluminium strip at the back. Yeah, it's got aluminium strip. It's it's, it's strengthened it. on the spine, and then on the other side is just full plastic. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's 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 just a uh, classic. Either either she broke the mirror, or she tipped with it. Either yeah. Way. Something something's happened, but you know what? You know you also can't exactly hold the dealer that guy in that instance. The dealer in that instance, yeah. you can't really hold him accountable for it because I mean he's not. He doesn't know bikes. It would have been better if the um, owner itself was there. Yeah. Because the then you can have straight there, questions and straight answers. But, uh, yeah. But you know what? That, that, that also comes down to, you know, second opinions. I mean, I completely missed the mirrors where Sean picked up on the mirrors. Um, yeah, once again, Kylie was more more focused on the mechanical and the chain. And yeah, I was looking at the chain and, the and I'm looking at the tires and I'm looking at the swing arm and I'm looking at the spot welds. Because, you know, I mean, you know, when you're climbing on something like a blade, you know, 
you're not really worried about cosmetics. You're worried about what's going on underneath those cosmetics because if I pull the this smallest lever, thing, am I gonna stop? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I'm looking at everything else. Um, what did stand out to me on that bike was, you know, I mean, it was an O. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, it's a two thousand and eight mm. model, which is when Honda launched the ABS. Mm. Um, which is also something to look out for, guys. You know, ABS traction control stuff like that. Don't look at first generations. Um, in a series of, of second-hand bikes, if you're looking at, a, at a, obviously a second-hand bike and you're looking for ABS and traction control, do a little bit of homework, look into it, don't buy a first generation. You know what, the, fair enough, there was nothing wrong with the 2008 ABS from Honda. Um, hell, I put that stuff to the test on the 600s. <laughs> uh, yeah. 220Ks and I slam down on the back brakes to see if it locks. Uh, you know, bear in mind as well, I was a little bit younger and a lot more stupid. Um, Amen to that. Yeah, I, I didn't exactly have a conscious back then. I didn't have a worry in the world. So, you know what? I mean, at 220, just slam on the back brakes. Let's be honest, without ABS, that, 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 that's just looking for trouble. Um, that's not looking for it. That's literally fucking inviting it. Yeah, but you know what? I put that ABS to the test on, on Honda's first models with ABS. And there was nothing wrong with that. Um, but what I did, did like about this, this Fireblade is the fact that, you know, I mean, you know, ABS back then was still optional. Um, because now of it being <laughs> used, yeah, no, now it's not. But I mean, back then it was, it was optional still. So, you know, I mean, you had the choice of ABS or hardcore old school raw riding which is what i tend to prefer in all honesty sean sean's rolling his eyes at me um i tend to prefer non-abs it's not to say that i, I don't climb on bikes with abs I, i've ridden a shit ton of bikes with abs and surprising you even rode yeah with abs and traction control um but personal personally i prefer to actually you know what i know it's more dangerous and i understand the concept behind why it's more dangerous and stuff like that but i don't know i'm i'm, I'm just that type of rider i prefer it's also because you grew up with it so yeah it's, it's it's in you it's in me it's instinctive i mean even with the abs um i think sean was busy having a good laugh i mean you know i mean i've got the abs i was riding his bike and you know uh, it's got the abs and everything like that but automatically I'm applying both sets of brakes simultaneously to counter everything. So realistically speaking, I'm halfing, if not completely abolishing the purpose of ABS because I've learned to ride without it. Because this is why I put your legs down to try and stop it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, anyway. So, you know, I mean, I, I did like the fact that it didn't have ABS, which I pointed out to the guy as well, you know, I mean, yeah. He's one of those crazy-ass motherfuckers. Straight, straight up. Who's that? You. Me? Yes, you. What did I do? <laughs> really? <laughs> what didn't you do, pal? Mm. But yeah, now look, um, I'm, I'm more of a... I like my my ABS and I like my traction control. It's, yeah, it's much safer, obviously, because of the whole twerking back thing. And Not just that, the road conditions The as road well. conditions and the rain and the oil and fucking and, 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 and. It just goes on. But, uh... Yeah, like, it's just, like I said, he's used to the non, 
Non-ABS. The, non, the, non-assisted riding. Non-assisted riding. Yeah, let's, let's stick with that. Non-assisted riding. Not we'll we'll a, trademark that. Not having a butler on the bike. <laughs> yeah, Robo- there's robotic nothing. Robotic butler. But <laughs> yeah, no, he likes the whole hardcore thing. Because, like you said, he grew up on it. And he has the whole feel for it. If I had to climb on a bike, I'd probably be dead after the second corner. But yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not talk about the discussion we had about during your back breaks. Oh, shut the fuck up. Anyway. Which is still amusing. Look, I didn't go into that whole situation. Just to skip it. Yeah, skip see, it. We're not here to talk about me. Yeah. You, lear- <laughs> anyway. you learned to ride with ABS. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No. Once again, like, guys, it's just you have to go through your bike, man. It's, well, not your bike, but the bike, you know. Um, even brand new bikes, I'm going to go into that. Uh, I also went up straight to the NC because I heard such good... Um, comebacks on the on the NCs and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what, she's low on petrol. She's strong enough. She's high enough. She's big enough. I mean seven hmm? fifties is she not handled, usually though. a big bike, yeah. But uh this one is actually quite sized for, for the CCs that it is. Um and I'm like, you know, straight up go straight to the to the lady, said, I want this bike. She says, Don't you want to test it? I'm like, no, just give it to me. That's how eager I was. Obviously taking yeah. the because I actually needed wheels, and that, that was my problem, you know, I needed wheels, so I just went up straight and bought it, um, afterwards I was a bit, uh, you know, second guessing myself, because I went from a 1200 to a 750, it's obvious in your head, you're looking for that power, you're looking for that pull away, no, but you're looking for that weight, but that look, little NC 750 goes, yeah, yeah, look, you, you, she you, goes, she grows on you, <laughs> truly, she grows on you, but uh, yeah, like, getting to the bikes, if you want to buy a brand new bike, you know what, Go through the market, mate. Don't yeah, don't play don't around with one. one side like we like our Hondas. I know we keep on saying it. Um, but if I have to buy a new bike, if I have to buy a new bike now, I would go through everyone, Yamaha, Kawasaki, even BM, which I'll never buy, <laughs> Bugatti. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just drive the bike and say, okay, it's like it's like getting quotes, mate. That's, that's, that's exactly what it it's is. It's like getting quotes from that's exactly what bike. it is. This is the case of doing your homework. Yeah, it's, it's doing your homework and you have to know, like, is this going to be comfortable? Is this too low enough? Is this optimal for work and back? Or is it for weekend riding? Or is it for pleasure? Or well, yeah, you, you, you want to be you like cow that flies through people? <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta purpose it for, for what you're riding and, yeah. and your riding style as well, you know? Um, regardless of how long you've been riding for, everybody rides differently and that that's something that you've got to take into account as well is mm. is the fact that what works for you is not going to work for somebody else yes um and vice versa like like this gs for instance mm. you know what i wrote it today personally i find it tremendously uncomfortable my father-in-law on the other hand thinks the dream he enjoys it he's very comfortable riding it and yet yet you know he went from holly to uh no, he went from Honda to Harley. Okay, from Honda to Harley, from Harley to Honda again. Yeah. <laughs> and What's now it's an African twin, eh? Yeah, it's the African twin. From the African twin now got a, a GS. GS. So it's it's so a whole, once again, it comes to knowing different bikes, you know? Yeah. And uh, look, we're lucky because we ride a lot of different bikes. Yes, yes. So yes, we're yes. lucky in that sense of we get to experience all the, the, all the different types of bikes, um, which helps a hell of a lot but you know i mean you know what i know it's a cliche but i'm still gonna stick with my personal with my name on the ownership papers 
it will probably still stay Honda. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, I'm more, I'm more eager to, yeah. to be testing out more other bikes. Look, I, I personally started on KTM. If I can speak... Oh, I remember that little yes, Duke of yours. That thing Duke, was killer. Bro, I was so, so upset with myself and leaving that Duke. She was on peak condition, low mileage. Just enough for a young kid that just started out riding. Yeah, that thing um, was perfect. I'm also going to be speaking for the younger guys. Like, if the fathers are listening to this and if your kid wants a bike, I recommend starting off small. Either 125 yeah. or 390, that's like the max that I go for them. CBRs, KTMs, uh, Kawas, yeah. all of them. All They're of all them. doing 250ccs now. Yes. Everything, those things are really good. And you can even give your child like a, a decision between if he wants a super bike kind of type mm. of a ride style or a cruiser. I, I, like, I like my on-off roads. It's just... How can I say comfortable in a way? Yeah, it's, it's the seating position. Commuting like and going position. like if your if your kid's still in school or if a girl just started with work and stuff like that. For commuting, I'd rather go for on off roads cruising style. Uh, she's high enough. They're high enough. It's it's just strong enough. It's low on fuel. Yeah. It's 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 the ideal bike. Like I said, I started on a Duke and that thing was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I remember that thing. Yes, it was beautiful. Even that's <laughs> that's when you didn't have a bony though, bro. Yeah, that's I when I he actually came to visit on. me and he checked this little KTM and it's like climbs on it, starts it, pulls it back, drives it a bit forward, looks at his wife, he's like, I want a bony. I'm like, go oh, here we go, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not long after that, the shadow, the Mr. Shadow, Honda Shadow came through. Um, but yeah, no, look, so it's it's once again like. I know all parents are scared because my parents hated the idea of a bike. And I told them if I'm old enough, it's going to happen. My dad literally warned me he's going to weld each and every part of my bike to each other. Yeah, now your dad's on with you riding. Now my dad actually wants to come on my bike with me. But yeah, <laughs> Murphy's Law. <laughs> Murphy's Law. But yeah, so yeah, don't skip. Don't start out big because you're going to see your ass. It's Yeah, start small and then go. Sounds like the so yeah so here. guys so yeah we're gonna call this one uh we're gonna go for a break now and then we'll get back with the finishing up Guys, we are back. Um, sorry for that long ass one, but it's needed to be speaking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, I'm just going to be tuning us uh, because of the whole Corona situation. We ain't going to be able to get to uh, any Joel's because it's closed down. Yeah, a lot of them have been postponed and yeah, postponed, moved. And and yeah, all some sorts of them, of some things. complete the set. Okay, well, with them cooling out. Um, which is bad on the guys who's hosting it. I'm sorry for those guys. Um, but hopefully this thing blows past by quick, actually, because I also like to get to Joel soon. Yeah. But we are planning our own runs and our own things over here, me and Kylie. Um, for instance, we actually want to go hit up uh, Hartley's. Yeah. 
Get we'll do our own there. little rides and stuff like that. And yeah, so we will be we will be up to date to our give you guys info on those roads and stuff. Look, there's a lot of a lot around us that not most of the bikers yeah. actually know. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna keep on talking about that and doing our rides and stuff like that. And also, um, now with winter coming up, obviously the hoodies and stuff are flowing through in because of uh, Kylie's Mr. Mr. Sam's brands. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm busy working on new designs and stuff yes. like that as well coming up for for the winter period. So I'm gonna probably be doing those tonight, um, and they'll probably go up online tomorrow. I hope I'm hoping either either late later tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah, somewhere around but there. Uh, or tomorrow evening even. Tomorrow evening, yeah. Just so depends on on gap. But uh, as you, we're also gonna be trying to do the, get the whole. Uh, videos and stuff of sam up also yeah we we're still hitting a, a bit of a backlog on that in terms of equipment and editing and all of that stuff so, so just we'll bear with us, just bear with us. it is coming it's just yeah we're please bear in mind that we do have actual jobs as well so, <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah. no but we'll, we'll we'll get to that and uh yeah we'll give you guys keep you guys up to date I'm not too sure, like I said, about the jaws and the get-togethers and stuff like that. Even I even heard that the whole Manabrai is also closed down. Not yep. happening. Pretty much everything's closed uh, down now because of this freaking coronavirus. Which is quite bullshit, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, people are getting sick and people have died of it, so... You know what? We, we, we do kind of get it, so, you know... It's, no, not a, it's not a complete zombie apocalypse, but... You yet. Know, <laughs> it's not yet, but it's it's getting there. It's not, it's not the walking dead yet, no. but... Uh, yeah, so you guys can just relax and stocking up on, on supplies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been crazy out there, guys. Um, but yeah, once again, we all, all heard about just uh, keeping it clean, if you can understand, to, to keep yourself safe from it. So pretty much just doing our bit, also being like, keep your hands clean. It's just, it's literally being. It's being health conscious, being, guys. Yeah, just health conscious and. Being neat, bro. That's all. Yeah. Obviously, don't conscious. cough and sneeze like you. I don't know, pulling it from your ass or something like that. Yeah. But <laughs> keep it contained. <coughs> Trying yeah. out loud. But uh, once again, guys, thanks, and uh, it's gonna be from me and Kylie and Sam. Uh, it's gonna be a good night, guys. Till the next one. Have a good one.